Welcome back, everybody. Let's take a break for Stephen. Mr. Stephen Seamus. Good to see you, my friend. How was uh, San Diego this year? Did you have a good time? You got a yeah, lot of it, was, stuff? it was so busy. I got so much stuff. I drove down because it's close to LA, and I'm glad because I needed the car. There's no way I would have brought everything back. No way. No way. Did Did you stay in an Airbnb or you didn't even stay over? No, I did. I got a hotel. I got a hotel. Not the high hotel. Fancy. Eh, don't worry about me. I always get what I need. <laughs> you get the connections. You work in this industry long enough, you get the connections. You know. Yeah, good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Um, okay, so what do we got? What do you got this week, Alex? Uh, we're going again, just a random assortment of of books that are just kind of like hitting. Um, we're going to talk uh, Killer Croc. Big fan. Um, mm-hmm. Zombie Tramp, which is, uh, I don't think we've definitely never talked about Zombie Tramp. Nope. Um, we're going to talk Electra because Jennifer Gardner is back. How can you see my eyes, my which is awesome. That was a fun movie, I guess. Uh, and then one of my favorite movies, Roger Rabbit, for sure. Yeah, some interesting stuff today. Okay, what did we start with, Alex? Yeah, Killer Croc. Yeah, so Killer Croc has made some appearances uh, in the films and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there's been a, a surge in the pricing on yeah. these books. Uh, talk a little bit about the character. I'm not sure why there's been a surge in the pricing uh, lately. Maybe just vintage books in these high grades are just coming harder and harder to come by. Yeah, I mean, Killer Croc, was, we saw him in, in Suicide Squad, the first Suicide Squad. Um, I think it's an easy character to do for movies. I, I think it's not so dramatic that you can you can do a Killer Croc, like monster, you know, that's your your monster uh, villain. Um, and yeah, just like people are interested in, in their, their Batman villains. And this is this is a this is a Batman villain that's been the cartoon a lot. He's been in movies. He's been around. But he wasn't invented until the Bronze Age, which is it's nice to see it like a new character, especially DC. DC's history of characters are you know are usually golden age to silver age like you don't find stuff in the bronze age for first appearances um so when you get something like this a character that's been around like a harley quinn like this character's not going anywhere he's been around he's doing a lot of stuff that people start being interested in the character they want the first appearances if the joker was a a bronze age first appearance those books would be astronomical right now because people are big fans yeah yeah all right so killer croc uh batman number 357 march of 83 there's actually 266 98s. It's pretty high. 98 recently sold for 1500. So That's I mean, those crazy. people are, yeah, I know. Yeah. First full appearance of Killer Croc, Waylon Jones and Jason Todd. Uh, Atari insert included Jerry Conway story, Don Newton and Alfred Alcala, Art, Ed Hannigan and Dick Giordano cover. All right. What do you got next, Alex? You're going to be shocked at some of these prices. 
Yeah, this is a wacky book, Zombie Tramp. Uh, what is going on here, Alex? Uh, this is a book by Dan Mendoza, who like self-published these books. And then when Action Lab became a, a publisher, um, picked it up and started publishing the books. And it just became really popular. I mean, I think the series is mostly known for its covers uh, and variants and kind of the risque stuff. Um, the story is just about a a a a tramp who gets bitten by a zombie and is now a zombie tramp. It's very, very easy story. Um, but it's really, I think this book's really about the covers. I mean, th- there's fans, story's great. Dim is it was a great art, great story. Um, but this is a big variant, hard to find variant comic book. Yeah, but I mean, if people are buying them at these prices. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Okay, so Zombie Tramp, the original non-published, uh, non-publisher book with Dan Mendoza from 2009, there's only one nine point eight. I could not find any raw or graded copies. Like you said, it was probably just a very tiny print run. Yeah. Uh, I don't think you're going to see them. I don't even know what would one would sell for. If one comes up for sale, at some point we'll address it. Uh, first appearance of Zombie Tramp, Janie Bell, a Dan Mendoza story cover and art. There's a second print that's even more impossible to find from 2010. Zero pop. I couldn't find raw or graded, uh, but it was important to know that they exist. And you might be lucky enough to find one out there. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just you just never know where these things pop up. That's why yep. I'm kind of telling you about it. Okay, then the Action Lab version came out in July of 2014. There are 69 9.8, but a 9.6 just sold for 250, which Jeez. means a 9.8 would probably be seven, eight hundred plus, I, I guess. Yeah. Uh Dan Mendoza, Jason Martin story, uh TM Chu cover and art. Then there's the Dan Mendoza Risque edition. There's 25 9.8s. That book sells for $650. Pretty low. Then there's the Josh Howard Flag Virgin variant cover. 24 9.8s just sold for $1,100 and 596. Any idea why that one in particular would be so much? Or Yeah, they only made 1500 They only made oh, 1500 So like, and you know, Action Lab was one of those those companies that were at a bunch of shows they're at almost every wizard show that i that i remember and so right. you're talking about you're 1500 right. books you're right yeah 1500 books so 1500 books you guess you're selling out by midway through the year that that's it they're gone like if yep. you want this one it's gone okay and then the josh had uh josh howard a phantom variant cover 12 9.8 just sold for 400 dollars and 9.6 that one was limited to a thousand there's a whole bunch of low. I mean, there's got to be 20 other low pop variant covers. We didn't want to go through all of them because very most of them have zero or one on the pop reports. They're impossible to find. You can't even find them raw. But I would be on the lookout for Zombie Tramp early issues, early prints, variant covers of issue number one because they're all very, very valuable. Yep. Hard to find. Okay. For cool. sure. All right. Alex's pick of the week. What do you got for us? I'm all out of a uh, San Diego talk. So I'm going to go back to my, my, my favorite uh, topic, which is vintage toys. Um, I was looking at, you know, the other day I was, I was doing one of these, like, Oh, I, I love ghostbusters. Let me look at ghostbuster stuff. And I forgot that the, that play-doh for a long time, and they still do it. Did I love uh, play-doh, play-doh sets. Ah, oh, come on. It's oh, the easiest God. thing. And then you'd leave the, you'd leave oh, it out God. and it'd get hard and you just go get into the can. Oh my God. um but i started looking them up and 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 sure enough like there's a lot of vintage play-doh sets that are still you still get them sealed but you know they had a lot of great properties like star wars ghostbusters um you know barbie and and just like play sets that you remember as a kid like i remember the one where you would put the little you put the play-doh in a person you put them on a barber's chair and you'd squish them down and his hair would come out and you could like cut it and make make heads like i remember that 
and they have you can still buy these sets i mean obviously the play-doh is 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 dried up um but that's the perfect thing right like if you want to if you want to play with them all you do is buy the set and then you can go buy new play-doh like it's it's interchangeable so it's just funny like you know the star wars stuff obviously goes for more money the ghostbuster stuff goes for a little bit of money um but I think they're reasonable. I think you can get a, like a, a sealed Star Wars Return of the Jedi Jabba set for like 80 bucks is probably the most expensive, which isn't that bad when you're thinking of like vintage Star Wars stuff. So, you know, it's just a fun thing like to think of like a toy like that where you can buy used and just buy new Play-Doh and just use it again. You're like you could sit down and play Return of the Jedi Play-Doh with your kids uh, because you just need new Play-Doh, which is you can go to the store and get them. Walmarts. Yeah, I'm looking on eBay right now. The most popular sets are Qbert. Oh, yeah, remember Qbert? Yep. Uh, soup. There was a DC Superpowers one. Yeah. One that was opened, sold for 175. Yeah. So there's um, a Pokemon, which wasn't that long ago. There's that one. That one goes for a good amount of money. Oh my god, yeah. that's so funny. Yeah. I used to love Play-Doh when I was a kid. All right, yeah, that's so cool, awesome. Alex. All right, what do we got next? This one's an interesting one. Uh, our favorite, Electra. Electra. We have not believe believe it or not, we had not talked about Electra. I know. Funny. That's um, a, this is a big book. It's a big book. Yeah, and it's not the Charlie Cox uh, <laughs> Daredevil that we're talking about. Um, uh, not Elodie Young. Yes. Uh, but who Jennifer awesome. Garner, right. who's going to be in the new Deadpool film, probably Deadpool Kills the Universe. Yep. Uh, and this book is very, very expensive. So yes. let's so talk a little bit about the that iteration of, Dare, of Electra that we're going to see in the film alex yeah i mean that the the first daredevil movie with ben affleck some people hate uh i have it on dvd uh special edition of course um i liked it it's fine it's whatever but uh jennifer gardner who was popular at the time for the tv show alias um was electra and then they made a spinoff movie they made an electra movie um that did not do so well um but that doesn't mean that the character isn't extremely popular like right now in the comics she is a daredevil she's dressed like a daredevil with matt murdoch as a and they're like a daredevil team um but she's been around forever and this is like a great frank miller um story and creation and i think that's one of the characters that's just been around forever and people are just like you know daredevil fans or electra fans I mean, you could be electra fan she's had many series right right so anyway this book is ticking so uh ticking up so daredevil 168 january of 1981 249.8 769.6s, a 9.8 recently sold for 25.50, and a 9.6 sold for 900. That's pretty strong. Uh, RJ, Point. first appearance of Electra, Frank Miller story, Frank Miller and Klaus Johnson cover and art. What are we closing with today, Alex? This- ah, my one of my favorite movies of all time, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, we're noticing an uptick. We've noticed some of the upticks, Alex, on some of these uh, classic stories, classic Disney. This book, again, was not short printed by any means. They printed a lot of copies of these. But again, they were kids books, so they probably got uh, nicked up a little bit. So talk a little bit about Roger Rabbit. I don't know if it's Roger Rabbit's coming back at all, but uh, in development. I I wish. I wish. I think everybody I've been waiting for a Roger Rabbit something else for a long time. But, you know, Roger Rabbit, huge cartoon movie. you know disney probably the only time you'll ever see a warner brothers and walt disney characters interact i think it was i think the the contract said that they both bugs bunny and mickey mouse had to have the same screen time that's fine. for them to be in the same movie it'll never happen again uh the studios are way too big warner brothers and disney would probably would never do that um also like based off a novel uh there's a couple more novels funny enough the original voice and you know very uh 
because he passed away recently is Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens was the original voice oh, for Roger Rabbit. And really? when he had some, yeah, when he had some legal troubles, uh, they went another they direction. Went Charles, Charles Fleischer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who's so great. Suppo- fantastic. So supposedly who framed Roger Rabbit two is in development. And maybe that's why it's ticking up That'd with be Charles Fleischer with Charles Fleischer as Roger Rabbit. I mean, there hasn't been any updates on it in a while. Still but, one of the most popular you know, rides at the yes. Disneyland for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, there hasn't been any update on it in years, actually. So I don't know if this yeah, is ever going to come out. You know, yeah, it's hard. Interesting. It's so it's probably just it's probably just because of its uh, uh, historical nostalgia. Nature. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Roger Rabbit number one from Walt Disney Publishing, June of nineteen ninety, one hundred and twenty one nine point eight. It's one hundred fifty to one hundred seventy five dollar book now. Uh, but again, if you could find them in dollar boxes, five dollar boxes, you might be able to find these in those cheapo boxes. Might uh, be Kate for Worley sure. and. Yeah, Kate Worley and Doug Bryce Stories, Hoberg, Simon, and Langley Art, Rick Hoberg, and Steve Layola cover. So that does it for this week. If you have any questions or comments, please leave them in the field below. Otherwise, we'll see you all. Same bad time. Same bad channel.